Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. The following is an excerpt from Morag McKay's book, The Will and the Way. Today I stood within Anne Frank's circle of optimism. I was humbled by her suffering but felt inspired not to stop climbing the stairs. What a privilege I was given today. Since first making this decision to go and see the house, my condition had deteriorated. I had read on the site that the Anne Frank house was not easily accessible for the physically disabled. I knew I would be devastated if I was not allowed into the annex. Before we left, I had posted a message on the Anne Frank Facebook site explaining my dilemma, and they advised me that I should not be able to complete the tour, then I would be refunded the costs and given a virtual tour to watch. Imagine their surprise when I came down the exit stairs. The attendant clapped his hands excitedly and smiled broadly at me and repeated in broken English how it was an accomplishment to have climbed all the narrow and steep staircases that were characteristic of the old Amsterdam Canal side house. Truly an accomplishment, he said. Morag McKay joins me now to tell me some of the background to her remarkable achievement. Morag, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Hello. Hi, Morag. Welcome and thanks for joining me. Oh, Oh gosh, this is, I can't really hear you very well. Um, Morag, um, yes. I, I was just reading the bit on your book on how you visited the Anne Frank house. And That's I w- good. wondered, how, can you tell us the background to that story? Sorry? Can you tell us the background to that story? To, to when we went to Amsterdam to go to see the, the Anne Frank house. Well, perhaps you can take us right back to the beginning. You were 17 years old. You went on the back of your then-boyfriend's motorbike and a tragedy befell you. What happened? Okay, yes, that was that was the accident that started everything when I broke my neck and was dragged underneath the car for 75 meters. Um, after that, my recovery was very long in Conradi Hospital and eventually when I did manage to get to walk again then I was I managed to go back to school. I did read the Anne Frank book the, the very first um, edition which was fairly limited. It didn't really give you much information. I then read the later book, the more con- com- comprehensive version and I felt then, gosh, how I would love to go and actually see the Anne Frank house and stand within this little girl's realm of optimism and actually feel what it was like for her. And then later on, when I received money to being medically boarded, I said to my husband, we are going to go to the Anne Frank house, we are going to see it. And I hadn't actually deteriorated as much as I had done it by that time. I was still walking. So then... My plans didn't change. I didn't change to think, no, I can't go. But we did go, and I was really, I was so filled with such joy to be able to be there, to actually stand inside her circle and to go and to climb all the stairs, even though it was so difficult for me at first. But there was so much help, and I really, really enjoyed that experience and felt the the magnitude of what that little girl had gone through and how much I felt now I could write a book and I could tell people with the same freedom, with the same feeling of liberation that she could. And that was basically what inspired me as well to write my story 
and to, to show everyone how I felt and how she felt as well. Morag, you have in fact now written two books. The first book describes your actual accident and the recovery of that. And it goes into how as a young woman you had to learn to do everything again. Um, your, what is your second book, The Will and the Way? What are you hoping to achieve by that one? Well, for the second book, my mother was the big magnitude of my life. She was the one who showed me how to live again, to learn to walk again, to be more motivated again. And then all of a sudden, she started to get ill, and it was dementia. So the roles then changed. I became the mother to my mother. And when she moved in with me, and I was still busy writing the first book, then it was so hard because she was fading away from me and she'd always been such a big part. And then eventually, with the will in the way, the reason why that one was started, it wasn't ever supposed to be a book. It was a journal. My sister Fiona, she encouraged me to write down how I felt because there was really no one to talk to at 10 o'clock at night. You could really phone your sister Hmm. and start telling her all the problems of the day. So she said, write everything down. And that was how that started when I started to, to write down how I felt about being with my mother and watching her fade away from me every day. And eventually that one just carried on going. When my mother passed away, I then started to deteriorate in my own health even more. And I started to write about that. I couldn't understand why things were happening. I was then diagnosed with a nerve disease that was going to eventually try and kill me. But um, I just keep on going. And I had an operation to help me gain more recovery after the syringe on my ilia, which is the disease, was trying to take my balance away. I had the operation to put me on a better path. The operation didn't fail, but it had complications, and the complications then actually made me not able to walk again. And I went into an operation walking. I woke up to find out that I couldn't walk again. And so my journey continued. I carried on writing and carried on trying to walk, and I'm making such great progress, and that that is where the rule and the way will come in. That is where I can show people that even though things are hard and life throws you challenges that you feel are terribly unfair, there is always a reason to get up every morning. There is always someone less fortunate than yourself. And this is where my positivity came from, looking and reading about people who are really suffering and thinking how grateful I am that I can still get up and make coffee in the morning. I can still walk with a walker. I can still feel the joys of getting up every morning. So, Morag, we're going to take a short break now. And after the break, I'm going to ask you a bit uh, some of your life lessons, um, kind of tips that you can give or think of to help people who need that inspiration. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Morag McKay, who has written two books, and the books kind of explore her own life, which 
which uh, in which she was dealt quite harsh cards. Um, Morag, you write that uh, you've had several boomerangs that were thrown and they've taught you two things. The first, that the path of least resistance rarely leads to success. And secondly, if so long as you want something, you have a reason to live. Your books are meant to inspire others. What are your key messages? Sorry, could you say that again? I'm very sorry. I can't hear you very well. No, I know. Our, our phone lines are not brilliant. Um, Morag, what are your key messages when trying to inspire others? Sorry, what are my? Key messages. What are your tips, your help, suggested help? Um, gosh, are we, this is so difficult. What is my? Your suggestions for those suffering who've been dealt a harsh hand of in life. Oh, okay, yes. What what I actually found was was even though it was it was difficult to move and to get around, I think people should really try and look on the bright side of things. Try and find a way around solutions rather than dwelling on the solutions all the time. Um, I mean, if you look at things with a negative mind, you're not going to be able to to see the possibility in everything that you can do. And yes, I do find that it is difficult. I do wish I could walk properly again, but I can still move. I can still get around. And, and I look upon a wheelchair as a magical invention rather than something that is, is horrific, even though you have to move, I do have to move around in a wheelchair, and a lot of people do, we are still able to see life, we are still able to to look at things with a positive mind, just to, to tell other people, to show other people that even though we're being wheelchair-bound is a limitation, there is a good side as well. You still can go places, there's still so many things that are being invented and places that you can go to that are now wheelchair friendly. So being disabled is not a disability. It's just a new way of life. And if you accept that as being a new way of life and you look at what you still can do rather than what you can't, that is what I think is the positive side of doing things. Morag, what are the what have the responses to your book been, your books? Sorry, what is my? The responses to your books. Oh, uh, for the well, the first one, I I really suck at marketing. I'm not very good <laughs> at marketing at all. So that one was self-published, and I have sold quite a lot, but I don't really know how to put myself out there, rather than um, getting a publisher to do things for me. But it has done very well. And the second book, I knew what to do as far as putting myself out there for that one was. So that one is doing much better than the first one. And I'm really, I'm so joyful that I'm able to talk through my words of my book and let people read them and learn something from not only being disabled, but dealing with everyday things like people with dementia. I'm no different from anybody else. I I might have a disability, but I can still do things that anyone else can do. I can still 
help care for my mother, I could still guide her through the times that were difficult for her. And I can still show people that it's possible to do things. Well, Morag, we have to leave it there. I will give out your contact details. I will certainly help you with the marketing of your book because it is something I'm sure that people would like to read and learn your story and see how you mm-hmm. you came across. So, um, if you're okay, I'm going to give you the I'm going to give the details. But I'd like to thank you so much for joining me, Morag. Thank you very much. And I do actually have um, two Facebook pages: one for the Faces and Footsteps book and one for The Will and the Way book. And all you have to do is to put The Will and the Way or Faces and Footsteps into the search line on your Facebook page, and you'll be able to go to it straight away. Thank you very much, Morag. Thank you for so much oh. for joining me. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. And um, for those who would like to know, um, contact Morag, her uh, telephone number is 021-7977-227 or 083-948-6723 or you can email her at morag at moragwademckay.co.za.